Welcome to the Karis Cures Digital Show and podcast where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. And today's episode is sponsored by the Center for Advanced Reproductive Services in Farmington. I'm your host, Kara Sundlin. I'm always looking for a little morning inspiration. I think how we start the day is so important. Today I'm speaking with Susan Lack. She is an author who's morning messages to a friend with cancer have now traveled the world and even led to a charity that gives away thousands of shoes to bring joy one step at a time. Hi, Susan. Thanks for being with us. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, The book is called A Heart's Landscape, An Invitation to the Garden of Moments. And I really like that phrase, the garden of moments. I guess at any moment, we can sort of shift. We can choose what we focus on. But I think sometimes getting started in the day is the hardest. And um, you, this book was born because you were just trying to uplift a friend with cancer. Can you tell us about that? Of course. So... This book was born after 13 years of writing Morning Inspirations. And Morning Inspiration began when a dear friend of mine was touched by cancer. And she made it known that she didn't want any help. She didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want anyone coming to the house to deal with it. And in order to respect that, I had to find a new way to keep that bond that we we shared. And I started to send her an email in the morning talking about moments of my awareness, just moments that perhaps would be a spark of joy or perhaps would allow her thoughts to go elsewhere. And I didn't talk about cancer. I never asked her how she felt. It was giving her that space of just being who she was and that cancer was just part of her story. It was not who she was. And I told her that she did not have to answer it. And if she didn't want to receive it, she could just email me. So five minutes months into it, um, I got the flu and I didn't get up at six in the morning to write it for her. And at seven thirty, there was a phone call and it was Susan, where is my morning blessing? And I think in that moment, I realized the impact of just having a moment to inspire a heart to perhaps go to a place where it makes us smile, where it allows us to say, Right now, it's just for me. And I always say to people that I work with, it's a moment for you. We all deserve that. Yeah. And And then it grew. And and it grew and it grew. And we'll talk a little about that. I'm curious, though, you know, it sounds good, right? People think, okay, I want to get wake up happy. And then things happen, right? You check the phone. There's a bad email. um, Your kids are running around, whatever. Um, But you you want us to understand that when we're challenged, that's actually when we really want to consciously tap into your moment of joy. How do you do that? So I think that every day um, we need to have an awareness, and I call it an attentive heart, to bring us into a moment where we can tap into our joy every single day. And then we gather what I call the treasure box of our soul, where we can put all those things that allow us to tap into joy and to see it. And I think that that is um, very important to us. And I'm not sure right now, um, where you went. I lost you. Okay. That's okay. We can still hear you and hopefully 
it's going oh, to come okay. back. So we, we do hear okay. you. We do hear you. And yeah. those for our streaming audience. Okay, so audience, I'll continue. So our streaming me, audience, I know you're every frozen morning, a little bit. But. Yeah, I don't know where you went. But every morning, the first thing that I do is I smile, Kara, because that gives my heart, my mind, my body, my soul, the message of good. And one moment of a message of good allows us to make a pathway for the rest of the day saying, you know what? There will be at least one moment of good. And one moment of good allows us to be with our joy that already exists within us. We don't have to go finding joy. It's ours. It's always there. We just have to invite it into our moment. Yeah, and so it's sort of the snowball effect of um, when we start to focus on something that we feel joyful about, then uh, that might lead us to more uh, just down the pathway of joy. It's the power is what we choose to focus on. It is contagious. Joy is contagious, just like good is contagious and kindness is contagious, Kara. And when we are in a moment of joy, we want to share that feeling most of the time and we can't be happy all the time and we can't make up wake up jolly all the time but with an attentive heart and an awareness moment we can with intent bring us to a moment of joy and i think that's the difference yeah for those who are streaming on wfsb plus i know others will be listening on the podcast hopefully in your car and let's just say if you're you know you're listening to a podcast right now uh, that could be your moment of joy but sort of having an intent uh, even if you're someone who makes to-do lists where you might put joy on your to-do list and just choosing that intentive moment of i'm going to do something that makes me feel good today yes and you know it's not just making me feel good it's realizing that good lives within me, that joy lives within me. You know, Kara, I think that joy is an emotion. Mm. And I think when we realize that it lives with us, it's freeing. We don't have to go searching on a shelf, in a book, in a, it's right there. And the more we are aware of moments of joy, the more we have them when hard times come or challenges come. I think that, you know, there's been, especially with the pandemic, it's been difficult. And of course, people have moments of joy, but we tend to maybe focus on the moments where something isn't so joyful or where something could go wrong or or a moment of joy could be tainted by thinking, OK, what this is, everything's good right now. But what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Um, <laughs> how, how do you help people just embody the joy so they're not worried about when it's going to go away or what they have to still do? Or there's so much that can creep into those moments of joy. So thank you for that question, because I always think that what can we do when 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 there are hard times here? And as someone who works with people who um, are exiting this world and their families and with during periods of grief or any transition that's hard, um, I always say if we can take the word if out of our thought vocabulary, that's so freeing. Because if we're always living in the what if, we kind of don't live in the what now. And then there could be something so great right now that we're going to miss it because we're taking our thoughts and our heart and everything to what will be and not what is. And I think that's a practice. That's something that I've taught my heart and I've taught my mind. You know, I practice uh, 
meditation and I teach meditation. And I think in moments of stillness, we kind of clean house and we offer ourselves this whole new clean drawer. You know, everybody has a kitchen drawer that's full of junk. And when every time I clean it out, I think, oh, this feels so good to have that clean drawer, no more junk. And it's the same way really for a moment. And I think if we can clear everything that kind of causes us not to see what is and what could be right now in this moment, and we're constantly moving forward, we lose the time that we have now. Because you know, Kara, right now, this moment you and I are sharing will never return exactly the way it is at this time, at this day. And so I'm having fun talking to you about this because I want to enjoy this very moment that I have. Well, I'm having fun talking to you as well, even though um, if you're watching on Zoom, I know that you might uh, see a frozen picture of you, but we hear you just fine. So <laughs> we're going to just keep moving on because uh, I know what you have to say is important. And and, and um, I'd love to put up the copy, uh, the cover of the book again, because it is available for folks. And it's really a beautiful book. Again, a heart's landscape an invitation to the garden of moments, Susan Lacks. And this is something I do in the morning. It's part of my morning routine to try and cultivate some joy and some peace before the craziness of the day. Um, I'll read something inspirational. And you've designed this book to kind of be that, even if you're someone who isn't a morning person and maybe you wake up wishing you had a little more energy or a little more joy than you do, you would just open this book to any page and there's a beautiful picture and there's a poem and something that could speak to you. Yes. And, you know, my intent, Kara, when I for all the years that I wrote Morning Inspiration, um, my readers around the world would say, Susan, can you please put it in a book? And I just felt that Morning Inspiration should reach the people it's supposed to reach. I didn't need it to put it in in one place. And then COVID hit and lockdown came upon us. And I guess it was the right time. And that's when I sat down to write this book and I condensed from over 3,600 different morning inspirations. And I put, I think there's maybe 136 in the book, more or less. And I went through them and I've been taking photos for the last six, seven years as an inspiration for my own heart. And I put them in the book and my intent for the book was that it would be like a hand for someone when they needed to hold it. Or it would be at a moment when... It was just for them, and they just felt, let me just open the book, and wherever it opens to, maybe that's what I'm supposed to hear, and maybe not. You know, there is no task. There's no ending and no beginning, and you can close the book and leave it there for months, for a year, and then open it again. So it's really just for you at the moment that your heart needs it to be. And I today, I send morning inspiration out three days a week, um, and it reaches people during the night in the morning because it's all over the world. <laughs> but I still hope that the words that I write and the moments that I share from my garden of moments um, allow that person who's reading it to just check in with their own moment and perhaps bring a smile when they need it. Yes. And you also um, are using these words to uplift people um, with a shoe business, which, so you really can put joy into anything. <laughs> Tell us about, it's naot.com. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but naot, is that how you say it? And, and how it's helping, um, the shoe business is helping women around the world. So naot. Naot. Uh, which actually means, yes, which means oasis in Hebrew. And the shoes are made on a communal farm, a kibbutz 
up north in Israel. Um, and they uh, are shoes that are handmade by 50 different souls from different religions, shapes, forms, colors, genders, human spirits. Um, so I love all the diversity that goes into that community. And these shoes, it's an international shoe company, but um, just to uh, fix that a little bit, um, my morning inspiration really is not what supports that. Um, I, I just have two different hats on. Okay. One, I am a co-owner of Neot, and the other, I'm a spiritual counselor and author. But my two worlds come together because it is the same, um, more, I guess, the same basis of thought, of values. Uh, Neot is here, and our, our slogan is to repair the world, to do good in the world. And so the shoe company donates every week and during different um, things that have happened due to climate change and um, around the world to people that need shoes. Um, but here in the United States, every week we find a different place that shoes are needed. Um, you know, I'm, and my husband, my partner in love and life and I recently were down in LA at Skid Row and we set up like a shoe store there for them and they came and there were people that it was the very first time they touched a new pair of shoes. And I can tell you there is nothing like getting on my knees and putting that pair of shoes on a person who has sat there and is barely touched by another human being. Mm. And that is a moment of joy for my heart. And I really do believe it brings that person and that human spirit the joy they deserve. Absolutely. And people can get the book um, at naot.com and there's a there's a code WFSB Joy. If uh, WFSB Joy, think of WSB and bring some joy that you would give someone 15% off and also a signed copy. So uh, folks can get it there. And is it available anywhere else, Susan? Is it just on your website or can you get it wherever books are? Oh, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it wherever books are sold. It also is an uh, ebook because people asked to be able to hold it whenever they needed it. In their phones, and yeah. And so I, yes, so they have it in their phone. And especially when people are ill and they can't hold something or someone's going to visit someone, they can pop it up or they need it before any kind of uh, hard challenge is about to meet them. So, yes, they can get it all over. And I believe that on our neot.com, there is a neot.com slash a heart's landscape, I guess. Yes. Um, you could go straight to the book. Straight yeah. to the book. All right. Well, Susan, we want to thank you for sharing your time with us and for all the good work that you are doing really across the world. And now you have some roots in Connecticut. Is that true? I have some roots in Connecticut. <laughs> I work with Meryl Moss Media. Ah, that is okay. out of, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so do you live in Connecticut as well? Excuse me? Do you live here as well in Connecticut? No. You live in this? Okay. No. <laughs> I live in Tel Aviv. I live in Tel Aviv and in the Upper West Side of New York. Okay. All right. All right. So I knew there was a Connecticut connection. So Maryland Lost Media is a Connecticut company. But anyway, so a heart's landscape, you know, if you've got someone in your life who's going through some grief or some challenges, um, it's just a good reminder and really helps the strength of our human spirit, which I believe can always overcome. So thank you, Susan, for being with us and for sharing your beautiful story. Oh, and thank you for having me. And I wish you and your listeners many moments of joy. 
Thank you. Thank you. We take that wish. Uh, and for those of you who are watching on WFSB Plus, we have many more Kara's Cures, uh, both on WFSB Plus and on whatever uh, platform you're listening to the podcast. So feel free to go back and uplift yourself with uh, more episodes on the cutting edge of wellness. Lots of great minds sharing ways uh, to feel joy, to get better, to all kinds of things. So we want to wish you uh, the cutting edge of wellness and hope you all have a great day and be well.